Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the Carpool Honcho. My name's Dean Payne from the Crate Flexible Office Space. Rory from Naked Marketing. And this, our Carpool Honcho guest today, Murray Bell. Woo! So good to have you here, Murray. Fantastic to be here, mate. Bell QS. Yeah. What a beautiful yeah. day we've got in Auckland. Awesome day, mate. Awesome. Today's podcast is driven by our friends at Albany Toyota. And we are fed by our mates at Sal's Pizza. And our tunes are brought to you from... The Sound Store. And uh, what a day that we're going to get ourselves fired up with a great song, mate. What's the song that starts you up? Well, Mick Jagger, man. Toby, start me up. Woo! Start me up. Great choice, mate. Let's crank up the sounds and get out of here. Thank you, Murray, and so good to have you here. Yeah, so you tell us more about who Murray is. Well, Murray, who's brought up on uh, a farm, just at um, a place called Port Albert, yeah. five miles out of Wellston. Five miles out of Wellston. Yeah. So it's a dairy farm and an orchard, and uh, we um, pack the old apples. Oh, cool. But, but um, you know, people say they've got the best mother, but I'm pretty sure I had. So. <laughs> <laughs> Mummy's boy? No, never. <laughs> of course uh, not. <laughs> and, and you told us a little sneaky story, a story about something you did before actually becoming a QS. What what was that? Give us a bit of history there. Oh, the old uh, tailor. Yeah. yeah. So um, I left school at 16, went down to the Big Smoke and um, did a, a tailoring apprenticeship. And um, we used to work for Pumping uh, Fashions. And they used to do guest jeans. Oh, favourite jeans. That's like Mick Jaggers, eh? That's like Mick Jaggers. Mick Jaggers, yeah, bring it on. And tell me, that's a dying art in New Zealand, isn't it? Yeah, it is now. Most of the stuff's been made overseas, other than China. Okay. And and do you still make jeans? Because I'm quite... Can 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 you hook us up, mate? No, those are gone, man. You sure? We need a little table out at the crate, a little cutting table. Yeah, that's long gone now. Oh, bugger. They'll come from China now, right? They'll come from China. Let's be honest. So, okay, and uh, any, any crazy stories from back in the, the tailoring days? Mm. Yeah, when I was um, doing the, the guest jeans, we were cutting about a layer of about, I think about 1,000 jeans, and um, you cut them quite high, it's about 20 mile high, and um, you cut them with a little bandsaw, and away we go, and cutting this thing, and um, doing it for a few while now, and uh, got a tap on the shoulder by one of my ladies who was doing a lot of bagging, and, and uh, she said, oh, look at that problem. I said, Oh, no, don't tell me we've got a problem. <laughs> he said, oh, do you know any one-legged guys? <laughs> <laughs> no way. Yeah, unfortunately, I cut the wrong line. And, uh, a thousand one-legged guys. So there's only 200. There's only 200. Oh, good, so there's only 200. 200 pairs of jeans and you made them one-legged. Yep, unfortunately. One leg shorter than the other. Yep. So short, suddenly we're in fashion. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, got, I got away with it. Though. Thanks we, to we you. Just, we just cut another pair of, cut them in the shorts. Yeah. Uh, I love my denim shorts. <laughs> All right, and then you went on to become a, uh, a builder. No, right? I, I was worked for builders and worked for, worked for builders. Yeah, yep, for about twenty years. Well, for, yeah, around around there. Yep, and then became a QS. What is a QS? Well, a QS is um, a person that uh, controls the finance of a building, basically of a building project. 
Right. So, so you, you need to set know, the budget. Set the budget to what you, where you're going to, a starting budget to where you're going to end up by building a project. Right. So, and QS is, is for, uh, stands for? Quantity survey. Quantity survey. Yep. Right. When, when would you get a QS involved in a, in a project? At the start. Most people should really get them involved at the start. Unfortunately, it doesn't always happen. <laughs> you got any <laughs> examples of, uh, of where, you know, where they typically get you involved too late? Yeah, that way, I went a couple of weeks ago, a young lady who, who um, built a, a hut up uh, north, there's a couple of huts she built, and the final build coming from the builder uh, was three times the quarter price. How much was that? Uh, the quarter price was 21000 and the final build was sixty five. So she was quoted 21K, because it comes in at sixty five k. Yep. I mean, building projects are notorious for this, right? They're always going mm. over budget and getting, exactly. you know, and you go to the bank and get a mortgage half the time, and suddenly now you've got to try and find another 50, 100, 200 grand. Yeah. So here's an example of a project that's gone three times the price, and it's even a small project. It's a small project. How could it go wrong, mate? Like, well, that's the thing. So she got me involved, and we had a meeting with the builder, and we went through all the invoices and found out there's quite a few double ups, and uh, um, we just Decided we weren't going to pay the last payment, even though he claimed it under the CCA Act, but we, we managed to get it in time. We managed to write him a letter saying that he wasn't going to get paid at the correct format. And um, we didn't, we negotiated a return on her money uh, for the second payment that she paid off Christmas. Oh, brilliant. What a legend. And do people actually, does it often happen that people only get you involved too late? Yes, it does. Mm, yes. That's, a, that's a pity. Happens far that's too often. I mean, I guess there's a little bit of a problem, isn't it, with people in general? I mean, I, I deal with a lot of great people, a lot of professionals who are good at what they do. But people often just try and do it themselves, thinking they'll save themselves money. You know? True, yep. And they get scared off, I guess, by paying professionals You know what they're worth. But it'd be 200 bucks an hour, 400 bucks an hour. It doesn't really matter. But often, um, like for an example, you know, if you pay an accountant 400 bucks an hour, people will get, are so scared of that. They don't yeah. realize that for every 400 bucks you, say, you spend with your accountant, he's probably saving you 1200 bucks. Exactly. Right? Yeah, that's right. And I guess in your case, someone might spend a few hundred bucks with you and, I mean, Let's just, people might be scared off from using you. So what sort of price would, you know, to get you involved and just hear... We start about $750. That, that includes a full takeoff for your plans. 750 bucks. Yeah, we can save quite a lot of money. On it. Wow. Give, give, us a, give us a typical figure of what you'd save someone. Probably close to probably $40,000. 30, 40 so grand by spending 750. See, that's exactly what I mean. Mm. You know, people get shied off by getting professionals involved thinking they'll save money, but it's a lie. No, <laughs> that's that's exactly. not true. Yeah. Why is it? Why is that? It's a number of mentality, I think. It's just that uh, Kiwis can do, they can do it themselves, but they don't want to, not, not even to do it. At the end of the day, you've got to have the experience and the knowledge. There probably is a bit of a Kiwi mentality thing, isn't yep. it? You know, yep. do it ourselves, you know? Um, get in there, dig in the trenches, and we'll be right, mate. And, exactly. Yeah, sheesh. Wait, wait, tell me one thing. Um, where, where do projects typically blow up, Murray? Three areas, basically, in the, in the project. You've got excavation, because um, yeah. you don't really know what's under the ground. Yeah. You've got concrete work, a similar sort of thing, how deep the yeah. tiles go, how deep the footings go. And labour costs. Labour costs them seem to be the, the blowout to most of the projects because some yeah. people just don't um, manage the labour properly. Yeah, yeah. And if you were building your own house, yes. I mean, 
you're the best guy to know where to save money, right? Because you're a you're a QS, you're a quantity survey. Where 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 the where is the ultimate potential to save money when it comes to building your own home? I think the ultimate potential is to do some work yourself. If you're not afraid to get to get your hands dirty, you, you can save money. You can still build a house for a reasonable amount of money as long as you're prepared to do some of the work yourself. I mean, to paint the outside of a house, you, know, you don't have to be a genius to do that. It just takes time. And also, yeah. you, you can save an awful lot of money doing that. Yeah. Also, inside, putting the jib up, again, you don't have to be a genius doing that. You can do it yourself. Um, Stopping is a bit of a different thing, but you get to stop right after you get the jib up. Okay, let's just say we're dealing with a, say, a 180 square meter house. There's nothing too massive. Yep. What sort of money would you save on painting the exterior yourself versus? Probably between 30 and 20 and 30 thousand dollars. 20, 30 grand? Yeah. And jib? You'd be probably saved first 10, 15,000 if you do it yourself. Brilliant. And I hear, wow. Huh. And I hear you've recently been doing a private project and you save quite a bit of money on the kitchen. Tell us about that. Well, the kitchen's another thing you can look at saving because uh, if you do go to the showrooms, the showroom kitchens, these guys have had the kitchens for a while, there's nothing wrong with them. You can make an offer and you can boost your, your house around the kitchen. Or you can get these single flat pack kitchens now, which uh, they look pretty good and the builder can build them for you. Oh, cool. So it depends on what sort of style kitchen you're looking at and what sort of finish in the kitchen you're looking for. Nice. So they're awesome. Let's go back to our audience and, and let's give them a couple of tips on what is the, the process to going about building your house from A to Z. Tell us, tell us, tell us how you do it. What you, what you really should do is get a, um, what they call a concept plan done. Now, you, you don't have to go to an architect to, to get a concept plan done. You can just go to a draftsperson, they can do it for you. Or you can do it yourself if you really have a good drawer. If you're good enough. If you're good enough drawer. And um, from that, we can give you an estimate of what the house is going to cost. Now, it's just a, it's a base plug. And that's what a QS does. Yeah, it's right? a base plug. Your plan to a QS, that's a quantity surveyor, um, and they will price it up. Because most people don't start knowing what their budget really is, do they? Exactly. Understanding what it should be. Yes, that's right. And that's where the the problem starts. So then most people go to an architect, get the drawings done, and um, put it into the council, get the consent, then they put it out to builders. And the builders look at it and say, that's their price, and they wouldn't give it back to the client, and the client thinks, oh my God, we can't afford that. So that's yeah, that's where problems start. Okay, so we get a concept drawing done, Good. we go to a QS, yep. what they, next? And they give you an estimate of what's, what's your budget. budget to start with. And then what? And then, then once you're happy with the budget, then you employ your, your, your um, architect. Yep. I'm sure architecture is a good place to start. Yes, absolutely. And employ them. They will do the drawings for you as long as, and before you take the drawings to the council, go and sit down with the architect. Make sure you're happy with what's in the drawings. Because once you've got it into council, that's what you're going to end up with building. And any changes will cost you money. So, so if, if a, a wow. typical lamb like myself doesn't hasn't done much building in my life, if I point a QS in the beginning, would you be able to guide me on the correct steps going forward. Yes, we could. And yeah. you would be my consultant. Exactly. Oh, yeah? Yep. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, exactly. That, that's really good. So cool. Yeah. So cool. I mean, you know, what you just said there before as well is, is the builder really is the fourth step, the fourth link in the chain. Not the, often as the average Kiwi so, person, yeah. you ring the builder and like, I want to do this, right? Exactly. And, yeah. um, and, and they're not really professionals in how to price up jobs. And that's why no. I always end up going overrun. It's not necessarily their fault. It's just not what they're best spending their time doing, right? Exactly. Yeah. And so, it's also, you've got to get good builders to trust them more as well. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's a hard thing. And, and, and builders I hear are, you know, good clients of yours. They typically use a QS. Yeah, builders. I, I work for a company called Z Build and, and the guy's name's Zane. He's an excellent guy. Very, yeah. very honest and uh, no, he's, he's a great guy to work with. Cool. And basically they, they 
would get rung up by someone like me and they'll want to build a house. Exactly. And um, they'll bring it to you to get it priced up. So as a builder, they're not going to go wrong when it comes to quoting a customer how much to charge to do a building project or a house, right? No, that's right. Because they use the QS and QS has got the knowledge. And also we sort of working together to make sure that we're the right ball back. Makes sense. Makes a lot of totally. sense. And um, is there any... Any build or any project too small for you, Mr. Murray? No, I, I, we started um, $20,000 bathrooms to uh, $21 houses. So $20 million. That's the biggest I've done. <laughs> <laughs> like, who would you be doing a project like that for, mate? Well, you've probably seen them on the big screen a couple of times. Really? Oh, you, yeah? Really? You do projects for movie stars? Um, yep, we did. Yep. This guy's a legend, man. That is so cool. All right, well, hook me up. <laughs> we'll talk after the recording button goes off. Can we get him in the hot carpool honcho? Yeah. Hey, Murray, this has been a great, great interview. Thank you so much. Where can our audience get hold of you if they need a QS? Well, I work at 28 The Correct in Constellation, Georgia. The Great place to work. Great place to work. Best office space out. And we love having you there with us, Murray. Yeah. Absolutely, mate. Love being there, man. Love yeah, being there. So good. And um, what about an offer? You, you spoke about an offer. Yeah, I'll have a 10% uh, off the final price for any work that comes through this um, advertising oh, from the crew. That's, that's brilliant. Alright guys, if you want to get a hold of Murray and get involved with your building project, uh, use his uh, contact details in the post, in this post that's here and uh, and he'll give you 10% off his fee. That is absolutely legendary. Amazing. So, uh, it's been so good to have you with us here today, uh, Murray. It's been awesome to be here. Legend, awesome. Thank you so yeah. much. So, quick uh, thanks to our sponsors, uh, to the Flexible Office Space, the, the Craig. Naked marketing. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, guys, I've got to butt in. These guys here are the brains behind the carpool honcho. Like, these guys know what they're doing when it comes to doing quirky marketing that works. So, please, guys, if you want to get someone on board to help you market and lift the profile of your company, talk to the marketing guys, Rory. And uh, who else is supporting this amazing show? Business with locals. You are? Yes. And then we've got these amazing guys that supplied these four wheels for us. Toyota. Toyota. Thanks for the Highlander guys. It's such a great drive. What do you reckon, Murray? Oh, it's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. Beautiful. What's the best part about the Good leg room, good leg room. Good leg room. There you go. Yeah. Tall, tall like you. Six foot? Yep, that's six foot four, man. Wow. Six foot four. Wow. It's a giant. <laughs> uh, of a man. <laughs> Spread out the oil. The, the gasoline. gasoline. Come for a ride in my main. Main, main machine. machine. <laughs> See you later, Woo. guys. Woo. Thank you so much. Yeah!